Hey, Witty Bitch Nation. Welcome to this week's episode. Just to warn you, it's a little all over the place. I waited till after the Oscars to record. So, and especially after what happened, don't worry, I will have a bonus episode about it, which I detail later in the in this podcast. But I forgot to mention that another another story that I read about that's totally insane that I want to detail is that there's a lawsuit against against a one Miss Lisa Vanderpump involving um, worms and not the kind you find in the ground, the kind that you find in a dog's rear end. <laughs> and, and I um, I brought this this whole lawsuit and story up to a dear friend of mine, and they pointed out the most logical uh, reason for how this could happen. When I do cover that, I will give you all a a uh, trigger warning because it it's probably one of the most disgusting things I've read, and I've read a lot of disgusting things. <laughs> okay, but without further ado, here's the rest of the episode. <laughs> Enjoy, and I hope everyone's having a great week, all right? Or a great start to your week. It's Monday. All right. Bitch Nation. It's a new dawn. It's a new week. <laughs> Thanks for tuning in. Uh, I will say this. This episode is going to start, I guess, in a strange way because I had all my notes ready and then I don't know if you saw, but I saw the Oscars and I know we have so much else to catch up on. I left you all hanging last week uh, with Housewives and general gossip. Uh, but And this is ultimately a comedy pop culture podcast. If you haven't watched the Oscars yet, uh, it's the Oscars are my religion. I love it. I have loved it since I was... I think since I was old enough to watch TV, like I just, I love award show season. It's my favorite. It's been a little weaker in the pandemic years, but, but tonight, spoilers ahead. If you missed it, um, Chris Rock was presenting an award and 
made a joke about Jada Pinkett Smith about, about if they were making a second G.I. Jane. I believe this is discussing, like, in reference to her hair. Although, honestly, I think it sounds like it would be a billion-dollar movie. Uh, but then Will Smith stormed the stage and sucker punched isn't even the right word. Like, I think he might have broken Chris Rock's jaw. And I have a lot of feelings about this. Uh, the funny thing is I, I didn't fully watch this Oscars, like, for the first time in my life. So it's always the ones that you miss, you know? Because even back in the day, like, the Janet Jackson Super Bowl uh, with, with who, he who we will not speak of, and by that I mean Justin Timberlake, Justin Timberflake, <laughs> but whatever. But it was so funny because for that halftime performance, granted I was like probably 12 or 13 at the time, but I was like, ooh, time for a bathroom break and to go grab some more chips and dips. So I, I missed the whole thing, but it's always the ones that you don't watch where you miss it. But I got this evening like so many texts and messages and to all my listeners and friends that texted and messaged and were like, uh, did you just see what I saw on the Oscars? You better get on that for Woody Bitch. <laughs> like, and I was like, no, I didn't. I, I truly hadn't watched it. I like, I'd been, asleep but like so many texts went off that I thought I thought I mean something bad did happen but I thought there was like a like a national emergency like, like I was like is there a fire do I have to get out of my house like what's going on but so just so you all know I've gotten into contact with uh I guess who we'll call a Hollywood insider, but who's going to remain anonymous. But there's going to be a bonus episode this week just on the Will Smith-Chris Rock debacle. Personally, again, I know this is a comedy podcast. I find nothing funny about what I saw on that screen. Nor do I think it's funny what, like, like what was in that speech, uh... Or the fact that he still sat in the front row like a full sociopath, narcissist. Because if I, I don't know, if I did what he did, I would leave immediately. I, I have questions about the Academy not pulling him out security-wise. Because he, again, look it up. I, it's But he goes up and Chris Rock has such boyish charm. And I've always been such a fan of his. Um, and like, but he just like, it's a full, like, you can kind of like hear his jaw crack. It's like not, it's not, it's not a good look. It's, it's bad. But, but that I could, trust me, you all know this. I could go on for another hour just about that. And I probably will later this week, but there will be a full episode dedicated to that. And with Someone who is, uh, just to protect their job, needs to stay anonymous. But we've already started, like, a back and forth. And, um, okay, now I'm going to go slower. Because I know I sound flustered with that, but I just kind of, like, it's truly, what's, what's that sound they use for breaking news? Like, I, like, I just saw this 20 minutes ago, so I'm like, 
I was taking it all in and being like, who can, like, you know, contacting my friends that know more than me. And, and we're also going to see this unfold as a scandal later in the week. Uh, but so now let's go to, I want to, just so you all know, I want to set this all up as we're going to do some just regular pop culture gossip. And then we're going to get to Jersey and then OC, which is, which is, oh, see if I can fall asleep. <laughs> but we'll get there. First of all, oh goodness. Oh, this, so last week we talked about Anna Delvey. Anna Delvey. Why do you dress like that? You look poor. But she was supposed to be right after we right after we posted the last podcast. Uh, she had posted a thing to her Instagram complaining about the conditions in ICE, and then they were they immediately tried to get her out. They're like, "Fine, then you're deported right now. You're out of the country. You're not allowed to talk about ICE," which makes me concerned about what's happening in there. But apparently she threw such a fit at the airport that United Airlines were like, no, we, we will not allow this girl on the plane. <laughs> Nothing funny about that, but I, I just love that, I don't know, I, no matter what you say about Anna Delby, like that girl, she, she does not quit. She gets it done. But the odd thing is, I remember a similar thing way back in the day with Joe Giudice of or Joe Judice, depending on what year it is with the pronunciation, because uh, they that they always go back and forth. But but he had similar complaints about ICE and the treatment there, and he he himself is a very tough man. So that just I couldn't help but make that connection. And one thing that I realized that I forgot to mention last week when I said, oh, I have thoughts on using your children in, in Instagram, uh, a la Lala Kent or whoever else, or, or any of these, like, there are plenty of mommy bloggers all over where they use their kids to, like, sell diapers or who knows what, you know, but I, re I really think, and you all can quote me on this one day, but I think somewhere around 10 years from now, there's going to be a giant lawsuit that sets a precedent for children that against their will were used to make money off of. Because uh, it's not even like this was acting. It's like they just were getting Instagrammed or put up on a blog or put up on, like, and to sell God knows what, you know? it's. But I just realized after I'd edited last week, I was like, oh, I didn't, I didn't make that point, but just, I think that's something important, and I've always had a big interest in law. I come from a family, actually, of, of a fair amount of people that are established in law, so I've just been, I've always been curious about that. I'm like, I wonder what's going to happen when these kids and these babies grow up and see all the pictures of, like, them posed with I don't know, with pampers and whatever else and carnation, blah, blah, blah. Like, I, I don't know what, whatever 
kid products are, whatever baby products are. That part, look, I'm well-versed on pop culture. I'm not well-versed on baby products, so I'm sorry, but I think you all get the gist of it. So let's see. Oh, another one I was going to say, I need to admit. So basically, this this is hardly gossip. I'm just telling you guys all the mistakes I made last week. <laughs> but, so, right after I was like, Lisa's the best. Lisa from Salt Lake. Lisa, hello, baby gorgeous. That's amazing. Love that. Can I touch? Like when I was like, love her. She can do no wrong. Literally, right after I posted the podcast, uh, she came out with saying, she's like, you know what? I think we should give Jenny another chance. We all deserve other chances. Love them. They're amazing. And Jenny is the one that had, uh, if you look it up, I don't want to repeat what she had on her Facebook, but wildly violent uh, anti Black Lives Matters post all over her Facebook and and while I don't believe in cancel culture, I do believe that things like that, hate speech like that should be held accountable for. And I'm sure hopefully one day she will get the help she needs and the education and the heart and I all that, but just but I was like guaranteed. I was like every time I say something nice about a housewife, they just they just, like, they just do something unforgivable. Like, you're like, I'm like, good Lord. Like, damn it. Like, it makes me not want to talk about the housewives, but don't you all worry, because I'll talk about the housewives forever. Oh, and the other thing that's an update from last week. I did find that picture of the bagel from NYC. And maybe I'll take a poll, because it's weird. I found it. I don't know if my friend that I was with is cool with me posting it. I mean, like, our pictures aren't it. You can't even see, like, you can't see our faces. You can't even see our hands. So I think it's fine. But honestly, my only regret is that the picture doesn't look as good. I took it from above. And we all know, if you're taking a picture of a bagel, you cut that baby in half, and you do it from the side, and if you if you can, you stack it one on top of the other to just to get the best the best picture. But yeah, it was an everything bagel and locks and oof oof. <laughs> um, oh, and I mean by now everyone has covered this, so I feel silly to even cover it, but. But now we're going we're going into the Bravo world, so everyone get ready. We're going into Bravo. Uh, but so apparently, Tom Schwartz and Katie Mullaney have uh, they're getting divorced, and it's bizarre to me because that's the couple that no one ever rooted for. But their divorce seems to be rocking the Bravo community. Like everyone's freaking out. And no matter what, a divorce is a sad thing, but I'm just like, wait, didn't everyone, like, for the last 12 years, didn't everyone say, like, talk, talk shit? Sometimes I'm nervous to curse, because I'm like, can I, 
Can I curse? I don't know. I don't know. I know that I can. It's a podcast. It's it's the wild, wild west. I can do whatever. But so that happened, and I'm sure, like, I know that I'm late to this, to getting this out there. So I know that everyone already knows of that, but condolences to them. But it sounds like it's very amicable, and I think they'll both be doing great. So now let's see. Should we... We can put a pin in it and talk about OC, or we can talk about Jersey and the the team building activity from hell, from true hell. I think we'll talk. Let's start with Jersey. Let's let's get the energy up. Oh, but also speaking of well, I'm all over. But speaking of OC. Whoever saw, and this was last week, again, apologies for being late, but whoever saw the random Richard Marks cameo coming from, from Heather DeBro, but only, only Heather DeBro would do that. I was like, of course you would pull this, but she's like, little did I know when I was crying in a car when I was 18. After I just probably tortured some some sort of wait staff or whoever, I was going through a breakup and listened to this song, and it broke my heart, and I wanted to find love like that, and I never knew that I would find that love, but also I would find a dear friend. So please welcome my dear friend, Richard Marks. <laughs> and then he sang that. <laughs> Wherever I go, Whatever I do, I will be right here. I don't have to go further. <laughs> and I'll try to just get the clip so you guys don't have to listen to me sing it. <laughs> but I was like, oh, Heather, you would. And I did love when Richard Marks goes. He's like, because like, it's a party full of housewives. And he's like, everyone, join in. Get in here. And like, they have to awkwardly sing that, <laughs> that song. But hey, you know what? They found love. Let's see. Oh, more notes. Jeez. Oh, oh, another big note. Sorry, with, with with pop culture. Is I'd made jokes about this like all last week to friends, because I made a dear friend of mine who does not watch Sex in the City, watched the first episode of And Just Like That because I, w- I wanted to make the argument that Big Big could have been saved. And we all know what we know about Big now, that Christopher Noth, the man that played him, uh, had done some horrible things. So it's not like I was rooting for Big. I'm not saying, oh, let's put him back on the show. But I'm just saying, like, like Carrie kind of came home and he was holding his heart next to that, next to that GD Peloton. But like, just like, there's a cell phone sitting right there, and I'm like, you could call the police. Like it could have, you could at least try. But, but yeah. But after making my friend watch that, and they did agree that Big could have been safe. You know, like this was not. Like, I was like, if I had a wife or husband, or if they had a wife or husband, like, we would, 
we would like for them to react maybe a little more urgently if we were passed out from a heart attack on the floor of a running shower. But, but who knows? I mean, wherever you go, whatever you do, I'm gonna let you die in the shower right in front. <laughs> now it would be wherever you go, whatever you do, have a heart attack and I won't call the paramedics for you. Oh boy, she's really reaching. Sorry, to be honest, this, this, um, the Will Smith, Chris Rock thing really threw me off with that. And again, it's been, it's just been a stressful week, but we've all had stressful weeks, so that's not a good excuse. I hope that this is still enjoyable. Uh, it's enjoyable to do. I love talking to you all, so I hope that you all enjoy hearing from me and talking back. You know that I'm on Instagram, Woody Bitch Podcast. And so, all right, now we can get into Jersey. This is an unpopular opinion amongst some. I love Jen. I feel for Jen. I think she has a like a very good heart. I think sometimes she's loyal to a fault to many people. But so Jen met up with Margaret at this coffee place. She, I met up with my, let me get my Margaret voice, with my, classic Marge, classic Marge, I met up with Jen, met up with Jen, but they, they went to this coffee place to kind of hash things out, as they did, but the one thing that stood out to me was, um, that when Margaret sat down, because she came a little bit later than Jen, but she ordered a black coffee, and I was like, Margaret doesn't drink black coffee. Like, if you follow Jersey, you know that Margaret loves, she loves her coffee creamer. She loves to, she'll do an iced coffee and a wine glass with a certain amount of coffee creamer. But then out of nowhere, because I, like, I really was, I was like, black coffee, that's not right. Like, she, that's not what she drinks. That's not her, her drink. But then just out of nowhere, she has a full-size uh, coffee mate creamer that I believe is um, like the Snickers candy bar flavor, but like full size, like what you would get at the grocery store. She just pulls it out. Like it's not like, oh, we're at a coffee shop and they have the little ones that you open with the tab and put them in. Like, so she, I was like, I guess it's BYOC here. Like <laughs> bring your own <laughs> BYOCC, bring your own coffee creamer. But I was like, all right, Marge, do, do what you do. And then they have this whole conversation because the big problem is that Margaret brought up how Jen's husband was in faith. He had an affair about 10 years ago, and Jen had never told her family, so now her children have to deal with it, and it just, it's out in the open, and it's all, that part, it, I bet that, it seems so extremely difficult for that family to deal with. And Margaret seemed to kind of do it almost as a game, which I don't like. It seems, I don't know. Sometimes it's like this. I know it's housewives, so I, I know it's all fine. But, like, I'm like, this isn't, it's not, 
a game. This is a family's life. But then, but then Margaret goes, she, does, she has this line, and I swear, hand to God, this is what she says. She goes, well, you know what? It's, you know, it's not infidelity that breaks a marriage, all right? And I was like, ah, uh, I think it's infidelity that breaks a marriage. <laughs> I don't know. And at the same time, she's still gunning for Louie. And I know Louie has that sketchy video that came out from that camp thing. And the exes that kind of want to blow up his spot. And I didn't, I don't know. I didn't like his comment to Teresa with the, like, look, we have two ears and one mouth. So why don't you listen? Last thing you talk, like, but that was kind of in a heated moment. One day, you know, with Housewives, it changes every week. All of our opinions change every week. But I'm just saying right now, I'm still like, I'm like, I know those are bad looks, like that one video, but that was like at a therapy, weird boot camp. It wasn't supposed to be out in the public. He was just, I don't know, being vulnerable. And speaking of vulnerable, now let's move to something I really love. And that love is Frank and Dolores. I love their love so much. And I love that Dolores' mom has carrot cake every morning. Um, but the weird thing, well, and also, hey, I hope, I know this was filmed months ago, but Dolores' mom did have that health struggle, and we wish her all the best. I, like, because I think nothing but the world of that sweet woman, and I think they're such a strong, like, a strong family. But I honestly think of, I would say, not just of the Jersey Housewives, I think of all of the Housewives across every franchise, Frank and Dolores. And I want to say, instead of Dolores, I want to go, I'm going to lose my voice. Dolores! Dolores! But I know they've been divorced for many years, like broken up, but they seem like best friends. And I think they have the strongest relationship of any, just of any housewife. Um, yeah, because there was even like a poll on Watch What Happens Live. And it was like, who's the strongest Jersey couple? And I know that Frank and Dolores are not, quote unquote, a couple. But I mean, they they were. They share children together. They always take care of each other. So I was surprised they weren't involved. Because I'm like, they would have won by a landslide. And then, yeah. A lot of Bravo was slow this week. Have you guys noticed that? Like, we've had some weak seasons. Because then the next scene was just about about Mar Margaret or Classic Madge getting a doorbell installed. And I was like, is that, is this really a storyline? Like, getting, she's like, oh, you know what? I've always wanted to get a doorbell. And now I'm getting one. And I was like, okay. Like, all right, go get your, like, and then they just simply screwed in the doorbell. And that was kind of it. And I was like. I was like, was this worth five minutes of our of the episode? But I guess it was a big deal. Yeah. And then, ugh. We have, I know I said last week, oh, hey, the Jersey cast is perfect. I want nothing to change. But I forgot about a one Miss Tracy who plans this 
insane team building wilderness exercise that one seems like a living hell, but two is giving me full blown old school Orange County vibes. Which, if you remember that one where on Orange County they did like a team building exercise out in the wilderness, and like you have to like do this ropes course, and Shannon accidentally stepped on Vicky's hand a little, and they were like kind of stuck in the ropes, and Vicky like screamed. I'm not gonna do a Vicky scream because it's no one needs to hear that ever. No offense to Vicky, but just, you know, you if you know Vicky's scream, you know it. I'm not going to try to impersonate it. But, but, yeah. Oh, but right before that, they have, it's Evan and Jackie with this eating disorder storyline, which I want to be very, very delicate about it because it's very well known that Jackie is not, she is not my favorite housewife. Um... But I think it's very raw and real for her to share this. And I hope that it's helping people. But the way that Evan's like, like, I guess the, the clinic that Jackie went to suggested inpatient therapy at least three nights a week for her eating disorder that she's had for over 20 years. But Evan's like, no. like, And she's like, I can't do that with my busy schedule. Like, that's just impossible. And he's like, no, you should go. You should go. And I was like, Evan, you are not helping this. Like, <laughs> tell me you cheat on your wife without telling me you cheat on your wife. Because being like, no, 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 it's fine. Leave the house. Go four nights a week. Go five nights a week. Just don't even come home. Don't, like, cause that's what, that's what it seemed like. But, but again, it's, it's, um, like, I think. It's very brave of Jackie to bring light to that issue and just very human and relatable and vulnerable. And I think so many people have struggled with various forms of eating issues or eating disorders, uh, myself included. It's, I know, I certainly know that there was a time when I was like, you can find clips of it online, but I was on this RuPaul trivia show. But the whole week ahead of that, I think the whole two weeks ahead of that, I just, I didn't eat. I worked out all the time. And then the guy that I dated at the time was like, oh, the night before you go on there, don't drink any water because it's going to bloat you. And you can have two shots of vodka. And I don't I don't even like, I hate vodka. But he was like, but the vodka will dehydrate you so you'll look even smaller. And like the call time was like, I don't know, it was like 5 a.m. or something. But then I remember we filmed the same day. I hope, I hope I'm not breaking like a non-disclosure saying this. I don't think I am. But we filmed the same day as Jerry O'Connell and Rebecca Romaine. But I was in the makeup chair with Jerry O'Connell and he was nothing but pleasant. But I just remember being like, I'm going to, like, pass out because that's not healthy. But it's like, I, I don't want to be like, we've all been there, but just, like, some of the stuff that Jackie was saying about the strategies she uses reminded me of that. And for me, that was only, you know, maybe a few weeks of my life or something. But it, so I can't imagine what having decades of your life be like that are, so... Uh, yeah, it's, 
my heart goes out to anyone going through that and good for I may look when Jackie gets into fights with people she's not my favorite and I may go in hard on her but for this for this storyline I have nothing but respect and compassion it's I think that's an important story to tell let's see oh another thing oh boy I'm just really you guys I am doing this I'm telling you I waited till after the after the Oscars to do this so a little tired I'm not gonna have coffee at this hour but but so the notes are kind of like all scrambled but the other thing I was gonna say is I fully disagree with Melissa pulling Antonia out of school and pressuring her with the sports and like, it's like, no, maybe, Anto maybe she's have, also, isn't Antonia like 15? Like, if you're a girl, you remember being a 15-year-old girl. But honestly, if you're a boy, you remember being a 15-year-old boy. It's like, everything's changing. It's crazy. And, and she just had this giant injury. She can't do the sport that she loved that like defined her life since she was three. And then she has to go to this new high school and doesn't know anyone. It's like, yeah, your daughter probably is kind of sad. Like she's probably going through some stuff, and because it's so important for like they had to move so that they could be in a better school district for the boys to play football. And then like and then Melissa made it about her with cause she was like, well back when I was doing that, I can't. <laughs> I'm trying to think of Melissa's voice, but aside from buying sprinkle cookies in in bulk, but she was like, well. You know, when I was your age, I was doing this, this, that, and working three jobs. And and if we remember previous seasons, some of those jobs might have been questionable. Like, I would have been like, Mom, name the jobs. Like, what jobs were you working? Because some people have said uh, that her jobs were that she was a stripper. Which also is totally fine, but like she's always like, no, I wasn't that. But it's like, well, what jobs were you working? What, what were you doing, Melissa? Melissa. I love saying Melissa because that's like when Teresa gets mad. She, Melissa. Mel All right. Come on, Melissa. Come on, Melissa. <laughs> but yeah, so then they go, they go to this like this like quote unquote team building event that Tracy planned. And how, why is Tracy inserting herself so much? Like, for a brand new housewife, she's just like, I'm like, you're really getting in it. Like, get out of here. But, like, but so this team building event is, like, you have to do a ropes course, but completely blindfolded. And then just trust, like, your friends telling you who. And they're like, oh, and we'll, we'll team everyone up with who they hate the most. And I'm like, I can't think of a bigger nightmare than being, like, way up like way high up in a tree and having to like navigate how to like crawl through this like ropes or not crawl it's like a it's like one of those hanging bridges but like you have to do that but like being like hey I'm gonna team you up with your worst enemy and have you do this completely blindfolded and the funny thing is the blindfolds they're like these goggles and they look so much like the um the Ramona crazy eye goggles that like that Andy Cohen makes people put on for Watch It Happens Live. But who knows? And yeah, it ends with ugh, I don't know. It ends with like Teresa gets there. She's not happy to be there. 
because she's barely just met Tracy. I honestly, like, say what you will about Teresa. I'm going to stand my ground and say I have so much respect for Teresa. Like, I just, I think she's been through so much, and she's always stayed strong and as positive as can be, and she's always still believed in the best. And, and that's that. And Rihanna agrees with me. But they were like... <laughs> I don't know. Teresa goes, this is the dumbest thing ever. <laughs> this is the dumbest thing. I have to work on my accents again, but just this is the dumbest thing ever, which I would agree. I think going up into it, like, I don't know, like 20, 30, 40 feet up into a tree with blindfold, like just completely blind and having the person that dislikes you most in the friend group guide you through it, like by screaming directions at you. Sounds dumb to me, but they were like, and all these women had a full face of makeup, because duh, it's housewives, but they were like, Teresa, that that all the lip gloss is going to attract the bugs, you know that, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, shut, I was like, give Teresa a break. And like, she brought them nice workout gear, and like, oh, wow, you're self-promoting? And it's like, she didn't do a full Bethany Frankel self-promote, like, the way that she'd like bring full bags of skinny girl, a la Scary Island, so, but whatever and then you know they left us with another lazy to be continued and it's like just say next week it's coming on like if you don't want to make the like normally there's like a clip package of like next week on the real housewives of whatever of the real house of jersey on the real houses of oc and they like show you the stuff but they're like to be continued and i'm like yeah, I know. Like, I have I have a TV guide. I can see when it's coming on next. So, yeah, I know it's going to continue. <laughs> but because it, again, back in the day, to be continued, it used to mean something. Have some respect. <laughs> and then now we'll get to OC. You guys, I love you. And I'm trying to, I want to do my best for this. But OC, sometimes in my notes, I just call it O sleep. Like, this season is a struggle. And I really, I thought the best was going to come, like, with Heather. But, like, because the, the promos, if you remember, like, when like she walked back in the house and was like, I'm home. Like, all that. I thought it was going to be the best. But mostly all we get with OC is, like, the what? They, they keep screaming, like, the, the Gina, put a pin in it. But honestly, I think Gina can put a pin in it. Like, she's very, I don't know. Like, it's, I'm so proud that she's doing better. Look, it's me, Gina. I talk so loud, and I'm so proud of what I'm doing. And I got to go to the orthodontist with Matt. But I also call orthodontist the wrong name, but I can't even remember how Gina pronounced it. But look at us at the orthodontist joking about how I threw you in jail and you had to pay all that money and all that stuff. And I think, is this the second time we've seen Matt ever on the show? Her ex-husband, Matt, uh, who they, they did have their problems. I shouldn't make light of that. It sounds like there was a domestic something problem situation there like 
but she's like, look at us sitting here at the, I'm trying to think of how, she said orthodontist in such a funny way. And she, and she like goes to Heather's party and she's like, oh my God, at this party, like normally in Long Island, like where I'm from, like normally a basement just has some old workout stuff. But over here, it's like different. And it's like, Gina, you left Long Island so long ago. Calm down. Like, stop always being like, in Long Island? Because it's like, you didn't leave last week. Like, you should be accu- like, accu- acclimated. Oh boy. Now I've been too, I've done too many dumb voices and now, now my voice is just being dumb. But yeah, she wants to... So Gina's whole thing is like she wants to have her kid's brain scanned. She did something else dumb that I was like, Gina, stop it. Like, who even knows? But, but with her with her product release, it's she should be proud of it, and that's great for her. But. I think she is being kind of mean to Shannon. And I know Shannon is not another fan favorite, but to me, she's a favorite. I think Shannon is always trying her best. She wears her heart on her sleeve. And lest we forget, Shannon, 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 Shannon. <laughs> she gave us moments like, it's not on my fleet, you fucking bitch. But she also gave us the most iconic product release of all time, which was that weird salmon cream cheese thing on QVC, which I could watch that clip. I could watch that clip every day until I die. Like, cause it's just so bizarre. Like, and she's like, actually it's very healthy if you do the salmon with the cream cheese. And it's like these weird microwavable salmon packets and with cream cheese in them. And like, <laughs> I don't know. But yeah, but OC is just, it's hard to get through. I don't, oh, the one thing which, this is what it was with Gina. Like, Gina was like, I don't even know who this singer is. All I know is that, like, my dad used to play him in the car. And I'm like, you know the, the, wherever I go, whatever I do. Because, like, Gina, I'm a good 10 years younger than you, and I know that. Like, so don't, like, I think that was her trying to, like, age shame the other women for being like, I don't really know who that is. And it's like, yes, you do. Like, that would be like, that's like saying like, oh, like, I'm trying to think of an equivalent. I would say Elvis, but Elvis was obviously bigger than um, Michael, whatever. But like, that would be like me being like, I don't even know who Meatloaf is. And it's like, yes, you do, Allison. Like, I, I wasn't, like, alive at his height. I saw him in Spice World. Iconic performance. God rest his soul. Rest in power, Meatloaf. And if you haven't seen Spice World, do it. It is camp. But he plays the, the bus driver for the girls' tour bus, and the bathroom keeps breaking. And he has a funny line that's like, Oh, girls, I would do anything for you. I would do anything for that love, but but I won't do that about fixing their, their toilet. And then they meet aliens. It's a wild movie. <laughs> Side note, go watch Spice. Go watch Spice World after this. I have a couple DVDs. I'll send them to you. 
But yeah, but just Sheena feeling, I don't even know what this song is really, except for my parents playing it sometimes. And it's like, yes, you do know what the song is. We all know it was a one hit wonder. It's a great, it's a popular song. Don't, don't play dumb, but. But yeah, you guys, I don't know. OC has been, I'm, I'm rooting for OC. I know it's the original. OC is the one that, it started it all. And so I don't know if they're going to overhaul it. I know I've heard that New York is, has a full overhaul where they're going to have part of it with the old cast. And then they're adding just a whole separate show with a new cast. And that's great. But it's just hard. Like, ugh. And as if it wasn't, if it wasn't bad enough, it's, then we had Dr. Jen wearing that horrific dress looking like a background actress from The Wedding Singer and giving like a 45-minute presentation on brain scans, which I'm sure she's extremely smart, extremely great at what she does, but a cocktail party is not a place to give a 45-minute presentation on brain scans. <laughs> it's enough to make you sleep. Sleep the way that Shannon's daughters just sleep through school. I love that they went home and they're like, oh, hey, mom. Yeah, school was great. I slept through three out of my four classes. <laughs> and she was like, what? what? Is that true? Well, then I'll put you in. Should maybe I put you in private school instead? And all that. But, but yeah, but I can't wait to, uh, I mean, I can wait because I'm horrified by the, this Will Smith Chris Rock thing, but I am excited for my guest. I will have to use one of those funny like voice changer things, um, just because, just to protect their anonym. Like, anonym. God, I've been made. I've been doing so many funny voices that now I can't. I can't just say normal words. <laughs> That's embarrassing. I might not even post this, but, but I will. But. But God, God bless these reality TV things, you know. Oh, and also, I I think, I believe I want to start covering, I mean, I already religiously watched Summer House, and it's been doing amazingly this year. Like, I love this season. It's been a, it's been a wild ride. I actually, the same friend that I made watch, uh, and just like that, the Sex and the City thing, I randomly Summer House came on after that and like it was just on in the background but they're like oh wow that Sierra is really beautiful what a gorgeous woman and I was like oh is she <laughs> like and I'm not a jealous person like I have no business being jealous of like of my friends saying that she was hot and Sierra is hot but I think it's just because I know what's about to happen with Danielle which is we've all seen the teaser for that and Sierra has been not so nice like her Watch What Happens Live appearance, she was such a mean girl towards Lindsay. And then, as we know, she is very horrible to Danielle. And Lindsay and Danielle are kind of like the OGs of Summer House. And they just seem like such great women. So, like, so a part of me was mad, but I, I was so shocked. That my, like, I immediately took it back, my reaction, because I was like, oh, is she hot? Oh, she's so hot. But the truth is, she's, she's very attractive, as are everyone on Summer House. So I think I want to start covering Summer House, 
And I think I also want to start covering Below Deck's sailing yacht because I will admit the first season I I was so like like I just had my arms crossed and I was like I don't want to watch this. It's not Captain Lee. It's not the it's not the other Below Deck. I don't agree with this. But this season has been amazing. And I am so worried for Chef Marco. Like, it seems like he is going through, like, it seems like he couldn't be a nicer, more talented guy. And he is just getting hurt left and right. And I'm just like, is Marco going to be okay? But, yeah, but, so, if, in case you all want to, I don't, I can't tell, some, I know some people listen just to, like, hear the random catch-ups. But some people like to know the shows ahead of time. But I do believe I'm going to add them into the roster because I already watch them religiously and they bring me so much joy. So it's like, why not share that, you know, and cover that as well? So, yeah. And this was a shorter episode, but there's going to be two episodes this week. So that's all. All right. Thanks for listening. Love you guys. Talk soon. Bye. It only serves to make me more determined to achieve my